Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 76, where I want to update you on the recent changes to Form I-9, which take effect on January 21st, 2017. I also want to update you on the latest paid sick leave law to be passed. On episode 31, I taught you about Form I-9, which you're required to complete after you hire someone. You can't do this before you hire them. After an offer of employment's been accepted, you can then have your new employee complete section one of the form, and you can complete section two within three business days of hire. And on episode 46, published on July 7th, 2016, I told you about the mandatory paid sick leave laws that are sweeping the nation at the local level. At that time, Chicago had recently become the 34th jurisdiction and the most populous city to have a paid sick leave law. Let's rock this. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services will be publishing a revised Form I-9 by November 22, 2016. You can use the current version, the one with the revision date of 3-8-2013, until January 21, 2017. After that, that version will be invalid. Now, they're calling the new I-9 a smart form because it auto-fills and filters as you enter information. And the prototype version looks very different from the current form, and the smart features are pretty cool. I mean, we are talking about a government form here, so the bar is pretty low. Obviously, though, these features only work if you complete the form online. You can still print it and complete it by hand, and in that case, it's the same old dumb form, but just looks different. The online form has drop-downs, little question mark icons that you can click to see instructions, and error messages. It also auto-fills certain boxes depending on your selections or answers. And when you click to finish the form, it checks to make sure you completed it correctly and highlights missed information in red. I like the drop-downs for Section 2 where you can select which documents you'll examine to verify their eligibility because they're customized based on the situation. Now this goes a long way to preventing errors as you won't be able to select the wrong form to use. Also, the translator section. So this is where the employee used a translator to help them complete the form. The translator has to complete this section. And it now asks the question, did you use a translator? And if the employee answers yes, then a new field opens up, asking how many translators were used, and the appropriate number of certification sections appears to accommodate them. And remember, the I-9 only comes in English, So someone who doesn't read English will need a translator to help them. And like I mentioned, there are formatting changes and some wording changes that make it a little easier to complete. So it's a good idea to download the smart prototype and get to know it now so that when The Real McCoy is published, you're ready for it. I don't know for sure, but I assume there's still a chance that some other changes could be made since the release of the prototype but I wouldn't expect anything significant. And overall, these changes are great. Of course, the form is still behind the times as forms go because it should be completely electronic, including the ability to be digitally signed. Really, though, the form should be eliminated, and 
employers should be relieved of their police duties. The feds should verify everyone themselves and just give everyone a number to provide to employers that can be easily verified online and be done with it. And you should be allowed to verify before you waste your time hiring the person in the first place. All right, moving on. Let me update you on the latest jurisdiction to pass mandatory sick leave. On October 5th, 2016, Cook County, Illinois passed an earned sick leave ordinance, which takes effect on July 1st, 2017, which is the same time the Chicago, which happens to be in Cook County, takes effect. So I wonder which one is more generous. I haven't looked at that, but I'm assuming that whichever is more generous, Cook County or Chicago, would have to be followed. Now, in the proposed ordinance, which reads like a contract, the county said this, Whereas at least 28 jurisdictions have enacted earned sick leave, including Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Oakland, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, Jersey City, and Seattle, and whereas a cost model developed by the Civic Consulting Alliance found that a paid sick leave framework similar to the one reflected in this ordinance would result in only a small 0.7 to 1.5% increase in labor costs for most employers. So, since everyone else is doing it, why not Cook County? And it's only a 0.7 to 1.5% increase, so quit your complaining. And then next year, or sooner, one of your other overlords will pass another law, costing another paltry 1.5%, and so it goes until either you can't afford to stay in business or your customers can't afford your product or service. While the Cook County law looks like most other mandatory sick leave laws, it applies to anyone who works within the geographic boundaries of the county for at least two hours for a covered employer in any particular two-week period and worked at least 80 hours for a covered employer in any 120-day period. And a covered employer includes individuals and companies with a place of business within the county who paid at least one covered employee. The accrual is one hour for every 40 worked, and the max accrual is 40 hours in any 12-month period. And employees can carry over 20 hours of unused accrued time into the next year. Finally, this accrued sick leave is considered wages and unused time must be paid out upon termination. It's considered earned as it's accrued. So again, it's a good idea to stay up to date on these paid sick leave laws that are becoming more and more popular and inevitably coming to your city soon. Well, there you have it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.